you know, they're getting ready to put him on the cross. Right. Well, what is his thought? Mm. His thought is you. For the joy before him was you. So if you don't know Jesus, consider what it was to be crucified and the fact that his thoughts Mm. was on you. And you were the joy. I, I pray you do set your heart and all your own stuff aside and let him save you. Yeah. Let him deliver you. Mm. Well, one of the most remarkable aspects of uh, Passover, the celebration of Pesach, is how God's detailed commands for the choosing of the Pesach lamb Mm -hmm. unmistakably revealed Yeshua Jesus as the Lamb of God 1,500 years before he arrived. It's so subtle that it's pretty easy to miss, in fact. We're going to talk about choosing a lamb from the next couple of breaks. On the 10th of this month, Nisan, this is a verse, every man shall take for himself a lamb. Say, a lamb. A lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. It changes, right? Mm. To your lamb. You shall keep it until the 14th day of the month, when the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall slaughter him at twilight. Did you notice God's subtle progression there? First there was a lamb. Then changes. It's now your lamb. Mm-hmm. But then a truly profound shift occurred on the day of Passover. God called, now called all of Israel to slaughter him mm. at twilight. Not a lamb or your lamb, but him, as if there was only one lamb. And then guess what a Hebrew word that is. Mm. It's I'm, a repeat, right? I'm guessing it has an aleph. <laughs> You're right. It does. It was the word sign. That's right. Aleph. Tav with a vav in the middle of it. Mm. In Hebrew, those first letters are Aleph Tav, the first and the last. The vav in the middle uniquely identifies this hymn explicitly as the first and the last. The Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, the blood of the covenant. So our next crossword is really a repeat of our third crossword, which was sign Aleph Vav Tav. These crosswords are words that relating to Passover that we that he used to point us to the cross. And think about that. So this blood of the covenant, this sign is now that simple word, him, in Hebrew also. Sometimes they'll put it there, but it's the same word, oath. And it always means the same thing. It points to the Messiah. So why was the Pesach lamb selected four days? Now, Sunday, we call it Palm Sunday. That was this day of the choosing. And the question, why was the Pesach lamb selected four days before it could be sacrificed. Well, the 10th day was the first of four inspection days. For the remainder of the week, the lamb would be inspected by each family and the priest for any defects. And of course, this is the beginning of Passover. Likewise, Jesus would endure fierce tests and threats against his life as he proved himself to be pure, holy, worthy, and blameless. Jesus lived among the people for over three and a half years before his crucifixion. During these years and the four days before Passover, Jesus was thoroughly examined and proved himself perfect without defect. Matthew says the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. The Pharisees and Herodians were amazed at him. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for charge against this man. Peter kind of summed it up, a lamb without blemish or defect. That's what he declared Jesus. And he was more than just blemish-free. Yeshua Jesus also proved his standing as Messiah by performing countless miracles and providing a real-time example of deliverance. One week before his dramatic entrance into Jerusalem, 
He declared that he was the resurrection and the life. And then he raised Lazarus from the dead. That's one week before he entered Jerusalem. And Jesus fulfilled hundreds of prophecies that uniquely identified the coming Messiah, even a relatively obscure one with the raising of Lazarus. You might not even know he was fulfilling a prophecy, but here was the verse. Your dead will live, their corpses will rise. You who lie in the dust awake and shout for joy. It was this miracle that swelled the crowd for his triumphal entry, because no one had ever done that before. So now the crowd that was with him when he, well, actually, Elisha did that, but nothing like this. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Many people, because they'd heard that he had performed this sign, went out to meet him. So this was the, the raising of Lazarus after four days dead was, there's just no words for it. Luke added a visual. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, he's kind of giving you the picture. The whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. So Jesus was riding the donkey down the Mount of Olives towards the eastern gate. And on this great Sabbath, the crowds began to fulfill prophecies. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Jehovah, Hosanna in the highest. Now, were the words of the people of Israel, that they were singing and shouting, significant? Uh, we're just going to go with yes. The whole scene <laughs> was for several reasons. On the great Sabbath, which is what that Sunday is called, the high priest, a Pharisee, would ride to Bethlehem, Ephrata, where Passover lambs were born and raised, and he would get a lamb for the sacrifice. And he'd ride back, carrying the lamb. And the priest in the temple would greet his return through the eastern gate. Guess what? how they would greet him? Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that comes in the name of Jehovah. Yeah, the same word. So as you can imagine, some of the Pharisees of the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And he says, I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. See, the words they shouted come directly from the psalm you're going to hear a lot of any time you get to Passover, Psalm 118, part of the Hallel, the psalms chanted throughout the Passover feast and spoke uniquely of the coming Messiah. The name Jesus and Hosanna don't seem related in English, right? But in Hebrew, as you would imagine, Yeshua and Hosanna share the same root. Remember the three letters? It's Yasa, which means to save, Savior, and to bring salvation. So here's your next crossword. It's Yasaw, it's Y-A-S-A, Yasaw, to save. It's the heart of the name Hosanna and Yeshua. It's the same word, essentially. These crosswords are words relating to Passover that he uses the pointers to the cross. So these two words are remarkably similar. One significant difference is in Hosanna, the Hosanna includes the word na, which is a plea, meaning please now. So Hosanna, Hosanna means save us now, please. And with the overlapping meaning of salvation in both Yeshua's name and Hosanna, essentially the people of the gate that day were pleading, Yeshua, please save us. <laughs> and it could be also a, the declaration, Yeshua will save us. So why did they choose these words to shout? Well, in Ezekiel, the prophet watched as the glory of Jehovah left the temple through the eastern gate and over the Mount of Olives. Later, Ezekiel saw a vision of that that glory of Jehovah would return to the temple one day through the gate facing east. So the Jews in the first century 
were waiting for the Messiah and expected him to pass through the eastern gate when he came to rule. So shouting Hosanna to Yeshua as he entered the eastern gate was an unmistakable declaration that they were declaring him their Messiah. Lots of good stuff. Man, every time there's another layer and another layer and another layer.